This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on Insurance. I'm an attorney who has retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims expert and consultant, an author and producer of these videos. Today it's time to talk about appraisal with regard to the resolution of a first-party property insurance claim. Almost all homeowners policies and all commercial property policies contain an appraisal clause similar to that in the standard fire insurance policy that provides, quote, in case the insured and this company shall fail to agree as to the actual cash value or amount of loss, then on the written demand of either each shall select a competent and disinterested appraiser and notify the other of the appraiser selected within 20 days of such demand. And then the appraiser shall first select a competent and disinterested umpire, and failing for 15 days to agree upon such umpire, then on request of the insured or this company, such umpire shall be selected by a judge of a court of record in the state in which the property covered is located. The appraiser shall then appraise the loss, stating separately actual cash value, and lost each item, and failing to agree, shall submit their differences only to the umpire. An award in writing so itemized of any two, when filed with this company, shall determine the amount of actual cash value and loss. Each appraiser shall be paid by the party selecting him, and the expenses of appraisal and umpire shall be paid by the parties equally. Close quote. This appraisal provision is, in many states, considered an arbitration proceeding. For instance, in California, an appraisal complies with the requirements of California Code of Civil Procedure Section 1280 at SEC. It is easily implemented and works promptly. In some states, will become clear later, appraisal is not considered to be an arbitration, but it is still enforceable. The submission to the appraisers should always be in writing, instructing that the parties do not want the appraisers to follow hard and fast, arbitrary, or fictitious rules in determining actual cash value, but to consider all evidence presented to them so that their award will serve to fully indemnify or compensate the insured for the actual loss he or she has sustained, and at the same time not place him or her in a better position than he or she was in just before the fire. By the appraisal provision, the insured and the company promise that if they cannot agree to the amount of loss and claim, they can submit their differences to a panel of three impartial arbitrators called appraisers. The decision of the appraisers regarding the amount of loss is binding on both parties. Of course, appraisal should be used as a last resort when all efforts to reach an agreed amount of loss with the insured have failed. The appraisal provision is optional 
and neither the insured nor the insurer is obligated to invoke that provision. Under civil practice rules, appraisal can be a formal proceeding at which witnesses are subpoenaed to testify, evidence both oral and documentary can be produced to the arbitrators slash appraisers, and within the limited scope of the appraisal, a trial much like that in a lawsuit can be had. California, by statute, has limited the appraisal process under certain situations by changing the statutory standard fire policy. By so doing, the new 2001 statute provides, quote, appraisal proceedings are informal unless the insured and this company mutually agree otherwise. For purposes of this section, informal means that no formal discovery shall be conducted, including depositions, interrogatories, requests for admission, or other forms of civil discovery, no formal rules of evidence shall be applied, and no court reporter shall be used for the proceedings. The appraiser shall just appraise the loss, stating separately actual cash value and loss to each item. The change was designed to cure a perceived use of appraisal as a device to beat into submission insureds making claims during disasters like earthquakes. The statute uses a cannon to kill a fly and deprives the insured and the insurer of the right to compel appraisal during disasters, thereby forcing insureds and insurers to litigate their differences if an agreement cannot be reached. It also takes away the rights of either party to present to the appraiser's formal evidence by making appraisal by statute an informal proceeding. Prior to the enactment of the amendments, it was clear that an appraisal was an arbitration by decisions of the California Supreme Court that allowed for the submission of evidence similar to the trial of any dispute in court but limited to the single issue of the amount of loss. Those states that do not have a special statute like California apply the building and personal coverage form appraisal clause. The appraiser's functions are limited, however, only to decide the amount of loss and the value of the property in question. It, they cannot decide any issues regarding coverage. This was stated in Jefferson v. Superior Court, a 1970 decision of the California Supreme Court. The appraisers cannot make decisions outside the limited scope of the policy language. They cannot find that the insured did not own the property, that the insured had no interest in it, that the insured was not entitled to recovery under policy exclusions, that the insured presented a fraudulent claim, or that the loss exceeds the policy limits. All they can do is determine the amount of loss. Determining the actual cash value of an item of personal property is often difficult and is subject to different interpretations across multiple jurisdictions. 
when an insurer and an insured cannot agree on the amount of actual cash value loss, they have the unquestioned right to seek appraisal. In Kirkwood versus California State Automobile Association, a 2011 decision of the California Court of Appeal, that court refused to allow an insurer to compel appraisal until the declaratory relief action filed by the insured to determine the proper method of calculation of the actual cash value loss was first determined. The insured claimed it should be based on the condition of the property, while the insurer argued it should be determined by replacement costs less physical depreciation calculated only on the age of the item. California Insurance Code Section 2071, the standard form of fire policy, calls for an appraisal process to resolve disputes between the parties over the actual cash value of property claims. Matters of statutory construction, contract interpretation, and policy coverage are not encompassed within the ambit of Section 2071 appraisal or of the standard New York fire policy or any other policy. Douglas Kirkwood asserted that the California State Automobile Association Interinsurance Bureau improperly interpreted and applied the 2004 amendments to the California Insurance Code, Section 2051, which set out the precise method of determining actual cash value of lost or injured property under an open policy of fire insurance. CSAA's motion to compel appraisal, reasoning that Kirkwood had properly invoked its declaratory relief powers to resolve the matter that was outside the scope of statutory and contractual appraisal. The Court of Appeal concluded that, quote, we think the trial court was right in its conclusion that an appraisal was not mandatory and mandated right now because the declaratory relief cause of action asked the court to make a declaration that CSAA was misconstruing Section 2051B of the insurance code. Denying the motion to compel appraisal without prejudice, the court was clear. Subquote, I don't see how the plaintiff gets out of an appraisal later. In other words, given the limited role of an appraisal, the court essentially bifurcated the case, determining that it should first issue a declaration on the statutory issue and then have it inform the appraisal when it goes forward. In short, the court ruled that the agreement to arbitrate did not include the threshold contract and statutory interpretation issues which were beyond the purview of the appraisers. Close quote. Although an appraisal is a special form of limited arbitration, there are significant differences between the powers of an arbitrator and those of an appraiser. An arbitrator's role is more like that of a judge in a judicial proceeding. On the other hand, Section 2071 calls for an informal appraisal proceeding, 
unless the parties mutually agree otherwise with no depositions, interrogatories, and the like. The direction to maintain informality in appraisal proceedings was inserted into the statutes in response to complaints of insurer abuses after the Oakland Hills Fire of 1991, the 1994 Northridge earthquake, and the Napa earthquake of 2000. Specifically, it was inserted in an effort to equalize the position of insurers and insureds and to streamline the appraisal process. Appraisers have no power to interpret the insurance contract or the governing statutes. The function of appraisers is to determine the amount of damage resulting to various items submitted for their consideration. It is certainly not the function to resolve questions of coverage and interpret provisions of the policy. For that reason, the court concluded that judicial economy favored resort to declaratory relief by heading off duplicative future actions challenging CSAA's statutory interpretation as reflected in its adjustment policy to depreciate personal property by a percentage based only on the age of the item. An appellate court found that the trial court erred in finding that appraisal was not mandatory under the language of the insurance policy. In Texas, an appellate court concluded that a trial court finding that the insurance appraisal provision in an insurance policy was not an arbitration agreement. Therefore, the district court erred by reviewing the appraisal award. Hartford was denied a jury trial on the validity of the award. Under Texas law, it appears that the validity of an appraisal award may be tried to a jury. This video was adapted from my book, The Homeowner's Policy Handbook, which is available as both a Kindle book and a paperback from Amazon.com and contains a great deal of other information about appraisals and how they are to be used and how they can be waived, among other if you found this video to be interesting or useful to you, please refer it to your colleagues. It's free. And please also subscribe to my Rumble channel, my YouTube channel, and my blog so that you can be advised of future blog postings and videos. Thank you for your attention.